Hello and welcome to the Betches Sub Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sub Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Today we're talking about... Bill Barr being held in contempt. Don Jr. being subpoenaed. The heartbeat bill. And Trump's taxes. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. <laughs> You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Um, we have a little bit of housekeeping. Oh, we do. To we have talk a about. very special announcement. We have a very special announcement that we're very excited for. Um, if you are a fan of the sup and you are based in New York City or the surrounding areas, we are doing a live show right here in New York at Caroline's on May 22nd at 7 p.m. It's going to be great. It's going to be incredible. We have amazing games planned for yes. you guys. We already know, once again, Fat Carrie Bradshaw, Chris Burns, will be opening the show for us. We're going to have other fun guests. We're going to be playing games on games on games. Ones that you guys can participate in. Yes, ones that you can participate in. Uh, and right now, if you get your tickets online, you can get them for $10. And you have to just use the code COVFEFE. Yes, we if all you remember, need to check the spelling, go you know to, where to find you it. You go to the president's <laughs> Twitter. We all remember that fun moment. So use promo code COVFEFE at Betches.co slash Carolines. It's C-O-V-F-E-F-E. Mm-hmm. V as in Victor. That comes yeah. before the F. I guess that's the hard part of choosing a typo to be the code for your thing. <laughs> is that there actually isn't like... I was insistent that we have like a funny word. And yes. I just feel that Copepe is perfect. So the tickets are, I believe, normally priced at 20 But mm-hmm. if you use this code, they will only be 10 Yes. And $10 is like... It's... It's, you know, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing to see something. I have a really amazing Yeah, night. exactly. We're going to give you... We're going to be giving you... At least $20 worth of value at yeah. the show, but you will only be paying $10 if you go to Betches.co slash Caroline's and put in the promo code COFEFE. And just to be clear, it's Betches.co slash Caroline's. We're dropping the M. Yeah. I think that's a new movement that's been happening online is we're dropping the M. So yeah. Betches.co slash Caroline's promo code COFEFE, and we'll see you on the 22nd. Yes, we will see you there. So get your tickets soon because they sold out really quickly last time. Yes. Um, Sammy. What has been getting you through this week in Trump's America? Just a small amount of justice that <laughs> will probably go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Barr, a.k.a. Shill Barr, mm-hmm. which is what we call him yes. here at the Betches Sup, mm. is being held in contempt of Congress. So last week, you may remember, he came and shill barred yes. for the president. We got a big intro into who he is, what he's about. It's Except it's not the intro because I remember during his hearings, he seemed all like rational. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. me and Bob Mueller, uh, mm-hmm. we play golf. You know, our wives are friends. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, maybe he'll be fair. No. And then he's Mm-mm. like, that guy's snitty. I don't, I, Bill, <laughs> Bob Mueller, I don't know her. Like, <laughs> they're spying. Or no, he, he didn't say, I don't know her. He's like, I called Bob and I was like, what the hell? What's with this report? Yeah. Why why, Why are you not shilling like me? Why didn't you just text me about it? Yeah. Okay. So the House Judiciary Committee voted on Wednesday to hold Attorney General Shill Barr in contempt of Congress. And the vote passed the committee. Um, Obviously, the Democrats voted for the the resolution Mm -hmm. and the Republicans voted against it, Mm -hmm. surprisingly. And... 
Yeah, it was a big deal. Jerry Nadler, you know, got it, got on the mic and said this. We did not relish doing this, but we have no choice. Attorney General Barr, having proved himself to be the personal attorney to President Trump rather than the Attorney General of the United States, by misleading the uh, public as to the contents of the Mueller report twice, by not being truthful with Congress, uh, has shown himself to be uh, the personal attorney of the United States rather than the Attorney General. Wow. And he also said uh, we're in a constitutional crisis. Yeah, which is a big deal. Also, Nancy Pelosi said last week, I believe, that she's concerned that the president may not step down like yeah. that he won't have a peaceful transition of power I mean, if there's same. like a small I mean same but like the <laughs> fact that this is being like said by Nancy Pelosi who is I think like a pretty con- considerate mm-hmm. careful person and what she says the fact that she's saying that is like really fucking scary yeah. so you know what happens to happen next because he's not like this was like just the committee voted to hold him in contempt right so basically the full house will have to pass the resolution and then Nancy Pelosi will issue a citation for him to actually be held in contempt mm-hmm. um, and then then she passes that on to the US Attorney's Office of, of DC or the DOJ and then either the US Attorney with the DOJ will have to basically decide to move forward with prosecuting him or not. But like the chances are probably not yeah. because of he, is, he is the one. Yeah. Like if yeah. they're asking the department of justice, he's like in charge of the justice department, which seems like a flaw. Hamilton. Yeah. What yeah, the fuck? Exactly. I'm like, God, I feel like we're just constantly finding out all these weird loopholes. It's like, yeah. Oh, but the president can also just not give you information if he wants, because it's executive privilege. And it's like, that seems like a pretty huge loophole. I mean, you're not technically allowed to to invoke executive privilege over things that will protect your own crimes from being shown. But if you can't yeah. see the thing things, that would allow you to see that it was a crime, I, it's there. I feel yeah. like someone forgot to troubleshoot these. Yeah, things. there's a lot. Well, there's a lot. Well, this well, is the troubleshoot presidency. Like, well, really, <laughs> the reason is because. I think that like the founders thought that like, oh, like the dictator would be like the one guy and then everyone else would be like, no. Yeah. But they didn't like think about if there were a bunch of people being like, go ahead with your dictating. Mm -hmm. And that is how it happened. Yeah. I I always think about it like it's like, oh, someone like like all the levers of government are broken. And I'm like, no, they're not broken. It's just no one is pulling the lever like the lever is there to be pulled. Right. No one. No one's pulling the lever. Right. Because I think they didn't. You know what they didn't take into account? Mm-hmm. Fox News. Yeah. Fox, Fox News. News. That's really the biggest thing. And like, even though I do think Watergate comparisons are somewhat relevant. Mm-hmm. And even when people say like, oh, well, in the beginning of Watergate, like lots of Republicans were supporting Nixon. And even when he left office, like 30 percent of people still supported him. The thing is that they didn't that was different then was that there was like those three cables, the three, the three cable stations and journalism was much more like serious and like respected, even like it wasn't like ESPN for news. Yeah. I mean, they had legitimate trusted news sources that people would listen to and they would be like, well, Walter Cronkite gave us this information and we like trust him. Whereas now it's like. Just by virtue of the fact that something is in the New York Times, there are people who are like, no, like they don't believe anything that's printed in the New York Times. So it's like, right. okay. And also like, but even even that, it's like, 
you when you listen to the the hearings like mm-hmm. the bill bar, all this stuff and even like hearing just the way kind of republicans versus democrats talk it's almost like everyone says the same things but then they just sub out like a mad libs yeah. of who they're criticizing but they're each saying the same thing and like obviously we know who is right yeah but also, the point is not that the point is that like you'll like sometimes i'll walk in in the middle i i leave msnb msnbc on all my televisions in my apartment <laughs> So in the bedroom, we have MSNBC Mm -hmm. and also in the living room. So like for two hours every morning, Mm -hmm. this is what we're doing. And so I'll walk between the rooms. (laughs) Make sure you don't miss anything. Yeah, make sure you don't miss anything. And so then basically like I'll hear like someone talking like from a hearing, let's say or like a clip of something. And it will take like a second to figure out who's what side they're on. Because they all say the same thing and then they just switch the name. I've noticed that too. Sometimes when I'm watching the it's news, so I'm like, oh, I thought this person was going to say this, but they pivoted at the last moment and now they've said this. Right. It's so, a little infuriating. One more thing about Barr. Oh, yeah. Couldn't they technically arrest him? At this I mean, point? that I would revel in that footage. So they, I think like they technically could arrest him, but it's kind of unclear like, what they would actually do with him or like where he would go. Cause there's like a myth that the house has a jail in it, but that's not actually true. But wouldn't it be great if the they jail just arrested just, him? Uh, Paul Ryan's old office. Yeah. It's so it's there. There's the, even though Paul Ryan is still alive, his ghost already haunts the office. Yeah. I was going to say Mitch McConnell, but like he's not in the house, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So basically it seems like it's kind of like a, uh, a figurehead-ish kind yeah. of thing, but you never know. Yeah. All right, Elise, what's getting you through the week in Trump's America? So mine is also a little bit of justice. And I want to say that I was between two things this week. It was either this thing that two I'm going to... Between two ferns this week. One fern being what I will about be explain and one fern being that Meghan McCain's husband went apeshit on Twitter because Seth Meyers was mean to her. I saw that in the sub email. Yes. Uh, and he called Seth Meyers a cuck and he called him um, a worthless piece of shit who only got his job because Lord because he gargled Lauren Michaels balls. And then, good he, and then he deleted the tweets and was like, sorry, I just like he was being mean to my wife. And okay. I, was, I, I loved that and I wanted to talk more about that. But instead, I'm going to talk about the news that came out today that Don Jr. has been subpoenaed by the Senate Intelligence Committee. And this is really this is really interesting because the Senate is GOP controlled. So these are Republicans who were like, all right, we got to talk to this fucking idiot. Like, we got to get him in here. I feel sorry for them. Um, basically, so. They want to talk about how Don Jr. met with the Russians in June of 2016. As we know, this is the famous Trump Tower meeting. Um, and the committee is primarily interested in John Jr.'s account of the Trump Tower meeting in com- and like in comparison. So he like talked to the Senate about this uh, in 2017. And now they're trying to compare it to what was in the Mueller report, because guess what? He lied. He, you know what? It looks like maybe he skirted around the edges of the truth a little bit in what he said to the Senate. And been getting some lessons from Shilbar. Yes, and um, but he's just not smart enough to do this. Like Don Jr. isn't even smart enough to be like, I don't know what the word suggesting means. You're gonna have to like define that for me. Like he's too dumb. He leaked his own incriminating emails. Like we forget. Oh, I don't forget about that. that. <laughs> I feel like every time someone mentions Don Jr., res- they should be like the president's son who leaked his own incriminating emails. I recite 
dumb Trump family things to myself every night. Like yes. I'm Arya Stark. Yeah, just like the time that Don Jr. leaked his own emails. Like, <laughs> like Cook Cafe. Like all of that. Exactly. Just like, so many things. They're burned in here. Like I feel like after this administration's over, please God, may that happen. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm going to like look back on this as if it's traumatic. Like, like honestly, like some mornings, like I will like be reading Twitter and I'll literally feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. I know there are certain, there are certain stories where it's honestly, and we're actually going to get to one today where it's honestly like fright. That fr- frightens me. Like actually makes me feel both of fear. the ones today make me feel fear to yes. be honest with you, but keep going about Don Jr. Okay. So, um, so the big, big thing about this, kind of similar to Barr, it's kind of unclear where this is going to go because Don Jr. is now threatening to plead the fifth. Uh, so he might plead the fifth. That'd be the smartest thing he ever did. It actually would be the smartest thing that he's ever uh, that he's ever done. He maintains that he's already told them about everything. Um, but, you know, I just like to know that he's having a bad day. Me too. I just like to know that, like, he woke up this morning and was like, God damn it. He woke up next Fuck. to Kim Guilfoyle. Yeah, and was like, exactly. And he was like, Kim, bad, <laughs> bad day. Don't, don't report about it. Don't tell your, tell your buddies at Fox just to not say anything about this. <laughs> they won't. They won't. <laughs> do you like listening to the news? Of course you do, because you're listening to this podcast. But here's the thing. While the Betches Up podcast comes out two times a week, the Betches Up newsletter comes out every damn day of the week. That's Monday through Friday, honey. That's easily digestible news in your inbox every day. So sign up at Betches.co slash SUP sign up. And for those of you who are already signed up, congrats on being ahead of the curve. You can go to referral.betches.com, sign up your friends for the newsletter and get prizes like pop sockets and wine glasses, which are things that everybody wants. So get into it. All right. Should we get into yes. the main news? Yeah. Let's okay. Here we it. go. All right. First story. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is poor. He I've said this the whole fucking time. I've literally said this since like the day he started. I always said he has no money. He has he no money. Poor. He is the worst businessman ever. He has ever. no money and he's not paying any taxes. Which Forget we the knew. taxes. He's so fucking poor. Like, but here's what infuriates me mm-hmm. about this is that like if anyone else in the world, mm-hmm. you, me, fucking anybody had run their business and dealt with their tax situation and their expenses like Donald Trump fucking has, they would be on the streets. And yet he lives in a gilded gross tower thing that he wants more of in Russia. And he just gets away with it. I well, don't understand. Okay, so I remember there is this documentary uh, that's like from the 90s and I can't remember what it's called, but it's about like rich children. Oh, I know New the York. one I watched it. You told me. Yes. Okay. And Ivanka. I'm, Ivanka's in it. And during yeah. it, she has a moment where they're interviewing Ivanka, who's like 15 in this documentary and they're asking and her. And her voice is very different than it is now. Yeah. Just, she's like. Just another note. Yeah. She's, you know, whatever. It's very interesting. But anyway, they're interviewing her about like all the bad shit that happened when like her parents got a divorce and when her dad, you know, was going through the financial problems that are now indicated in literally this, like the timeline matches up. And she's like, I always remember that one time my father was taking me into Trump tower and there was a homeless man out on the street. And he pointed out that man and he said, that man has $2 billion more dollars than me. (laughs) 
And she was like, and I just think it's wonderful that he was able to build himself back up. And I'm like, like, fuck, he did. Like, fuck, he did. The whole thing was a con. The whole thing has always been a con. The only money he's ever had is the money that his father gave him. Fred Trump, right? The only losses Fred Trump ever recorded on his tax returns were the money that he gave to his own son. Yes. Uh, Okay, so let's go into what this New York Times thing actually says. The two most important things that it says are that one, Donald Trump lost more money than any single American taxpayer ever, ever. Yes, during that period of time. alone from 1985 to 1994. Second most important thing. In that period of time, his losses accounted for 1% of all of the losses reported by American taxpayers. So like all the money that people reported as lost in their in their taxes, mm-hmm. he accounts for 1% of That's that. Insane. That is so much fucking money. Yes. It's crazy. So this also so this comes from this came out of the New York Times. It's from an official IRS tax transcript that like it looks at 1985 to 1994 when Trump recorded more than 1 billion in losses. Because of this, Uh, This is an actual quote from the article. Because of this, Mr. Trump lost so much money that he was able to avoid paying income taxes for eight of the 10 years. So while people who actually like live paycheck to paycheck, who actually scrimp and save, like if I owe taxes, I have to fucking pay them. Yeah. And I've never lost a billion fucking dollars. Like I never had a billion dollars to lose. So it's like the it's basically like he rolled so high and lost so big that he doesn't pay any taxes. Well, here's the other thing. And this this is from a separate article, not from a New York yeah. Times article, that a lot of the losses he reported were were, were losses that other people lost mm-hmm. that he that was given to him. So, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't even money he made and then lost. It was, like, other people's money he used that he then lost. He couldn't even pull himself up by the bootstraps of other people. Like, he couldn't even pull himself up by other people's bootstraps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Donald like, Trump was given Gucci boots and, and he, he fucking burned them. Yes. Yeah. He just punted them <laughs> away. Like, That's literally. Yeah. And, I mean, what's great, what what makes me so, fu- in, so furious mm-hmm. is that he lived the life that that people like he would have said like you have to work so hard to get this yeah everyone would say that be like you know you work so hard you get you get this nice lifestyle you get a beautiful house and you know your gold yeah. toilet like i don't yeah. know it's gold tacky as shit elevator no what. yeah whatever it is he li- he got those things without ever doing anything yeah to get them i mean that's just what we find out more and more it's also just crazy to me that the way that like the system of money and wealth works is that you can have negative a billion dollars, but be living like this lavish lifestyle still because you're high rolling and you're moving the debt around and like doing all these sneaky things. It's wild to me. Pretty much all you need is access to someone who will like underwrite that and like claim that you have that. And then you don't actually need to have it. Like, yeah. you just need to have, like, someone feeding you cash that you're, like, pissing out. Like, yeah, I mean, it just kind of goes to show how, like, stratified the class system in this country really is. Where, like, it's yeah. so hard for a person who works 40 hours a week, whatever, to, like, move, to, like, become upwardly mobile. It's impossible. Once, it is not so hard. It is truly almost impossible. impossible. But once you are 
in that elite of people who are high rolling money at that level, if you can't even lose it, you can lose a billion dollars and you're still living. But at here's that level. the truth. Here's the truth. If you're someone who like made that, you're not, you are still liable for the losing. That's what I think. That's, but that's why it's like, it's like he's in even another stratosphere. It's when you of like, start with that money. Yeah, it's exactly. when you start with it, you can't lose it. If you don't start with it, you can make it, but you can still lose it because you don't have those like connections. But he was born into this incredible empire. To his father, who made a lot of smart yes. business decisions. Many of them are just like putting his hiding his money um but whatever he like the actual so i was listening to the daily episode about it and it's like fred trump had a really steady income and way of making money like he knew what his rents were going to be he knew what his expenses were going to be so that literally the only loss he ever took and most real estate developers do take losses Mm -hmm. but the only loss that he ever took was his son his fucking idiot son and you know it just gets passed down and down and down Down. since also don jr is like an even dumber version of his (laughs) father yeah exactly um but you know it's two two other things one is that brian resurfaced this tweet Mm -hmm. from trump's from trump from like 2012 or something where he was like you know half of americans don't pay taxes it's like you don't pay taxes. You don't pay taxes, dude. So let's actually talk about the president's reaction to all of this because it's semi-notable in its stupidity. So yeah. here are the tweets. Uh, real estate developers in the 1980s and 1990s, more than 30 years ago, were entitled to massive write-offs and depreciation, which would, if one was actively building, show losses, show losses and tax losses in almost all cases. Much was non-monetary, sometimes considered quote-unquote tax shelter. You would get it by building or even buying. You always wanted to show losses for tax purposes. Almost all real estate developers did and then often renegotiated with banks. It was sport. (laughs) Additionally, the very old information put out is a highly inaccurate fake news hit job. So it's like, one, he confirms. He's like, yeah, I did this. Everyone was doing this. But also it's fake news and also it's not true. And he basically, and it was sport and it was a sport to not pay your taxes, also, which I don't think is false. Like, I'm sure I think that's a good characterization, but it's horrible. Also, the the dumbest part of this whole thing is that, OK, depreciation. He doesn't even know what it is. No. Depreciation is something that lowers your tax bill. So, like, it's not that you claim a loss. Like, you don't claim that as a loss. Depreciation is a way of making the amount that you owe less. Yeah. I might not have just made sense right now, but like no, technically I, it should sense. make his tax bill smaller and not be a loss. Like I, that's not money that you, you lost. lost. It's, it's just money that you don't owe anymore. It's actually kind of money that you gain yeah. in a way. It's well, okay. I mean, it just goes all the whole thing about it and the whole like underlying thing is what we, what we've just been going back to. It's like, yeah, if you're that wealthy, it's so crazy that like the people who have the ability to pay their taxes without don't. a problem are the ones that have access to systems where they don't have to fucking pay them. Like, I don't doubt that. I think that this might be one of his most truthful tweets. I imagine that all of this is like apart from minus the last sentence. Yeah. Minus the last sentence about how it's inaccurate. I think the first part is completely true. I'm sure all big money real estate developers were doing this shit and were dodging their taxes. Yeah, I mean, the richest people are the ones who 
pay the least yeah proportionate not just proportionately but just the least and and somebody's just- like jeff bezos because all of his money and his value is tied up in amazon stock he's never had like a liquidity event yeah. to get it to have to actually pay taxes but he's financing the life of a billionaire and like yeah. i don't even i like jeff bezos but i'm still saying like it's not, it's not a right. fair system is that people who have all the money that like is gets counted into the american potential revenue from taxes those are the people who don't pay anything and it's like the middle people it's yeah. really like the people who are probably making from 500,000 to like 10 million those are the people who take on the massive burden of the american tax system yeah, pretty much i mean and like they don't have enough to not pay it mm-hmm. and they don't have enough to not work yeah. or to like put it in all these net like shelters and like ways of like being shady those are the people who who pay the biggest tax burden it's interesting to me to like to compare this and just like to see how far off the rails shit has gone because do you remember in in 2012 when Mitt Romney released his tax returns he got hammered because he was paying like 20 percent in taxes like he was paying so little and everyone was like oh my god this out of touch rich guy blah 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 which like and 20% now it doesn't even sound like that little to me anymore at this point he paid nothing yeah. for 10 years and he's get, he's like losing with billions of dollars this man is like to- toying around with literally billions of dollars and he paid nothing and he never experienced like oh i have to cut back no oh my god i i bet the shit he bought all his fucking failed businesses oh. Trump portraits shuttles. of himself oh that no that he charged to his charities what That's are you even true. talking about i'm so about? sorry i'm sorry you're right he did not pay for that he, his charity did pay for, for that his charities paid for that mea culpa and then he had bitters fake bitters which were himself yes bidding I mean, on one his of own my favorite fucking things. things one of my favorite trump stories of all time <laughs> that's like that at night yeah that's add, add <laughs> that to the list <laughs> but yeah like he I don't even remember where we were. No, the things he bought were like Trump steaks, Trump water, Trump, Trump ties, airlines, Trump airlines that like couldn't fly. Like it's, you know, a hundred yeah. years past the Wright brothers and his plane still can't can fucking fly. fly. <laughs> uh, Such an idiot. All right. Should we move on to the next thing? Yeah. I mean, I don't even feel like we got into like the implications of this. Yeah. I that, mean, okay. Basically the reason this is like a thing is because he won't, like obviously releases taxes because he doesn't want everyone to know he's poor even though we all know now donald yeah but new york state senate passed a bill 39 to 21 to allow the new york state department of taxation and finance to release his state tax returns to the house ways and ways and means committee so thank you new york yes and they also passed a bill in that same like round that said that they can bring charges against anyone who's had a presidential pardon so Ah. it's just like a great mean, law they, maybe not so great if the supreme court and you know rbg yeah i mean who knows but they are we'll see new york state is working hard to make sure that trump can't just get away with shit which is nice it's yes. also fun to be trolled by your own hometown like he's a new york boy through and through and new york is like fuck you we don't no want one hates him more than new york yes but speaking of state laws <sighs> georgia georgia Georgia. Georgia. This is a Georgia. real, really terrible yeah, one. Yeah, this is one of those ones that like actually does make me feel scared about things. That's why I had like, a panic attack this morning. Yeah, literally. And just, like, and so I'll tell you what I read that gave me a panic attack when yes. we get up to it. So you start. Okay. So, uh, s- governor, unfortunately, of Georgia, Brian Kemp, 
Uh, signed into law. Illegitimate governor Illegitimate. of Georgia. Yes, stolen from Stacey Abrams. Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia signed one of the most restrictive abortion laws in the nation on Tuesday. It bans abortion after six weeks of pregnancy when a doctor can usually start to detect a fetal heartbeat. Georgia is the fourth state to enact a fetal heartbeat law this year. This year. Yeah, we're handmaidsing. We're, yep. we're moving down the handmaid's runway. Um, and Brian Kemp even like al- alluded to the fact that all of this is an attempt to go to the Supreme Court so that they can strike down Roe v. Wade. It's all a part of a gamble to do that. So let's hear Brian Kemp's quote real fast. We must protect life at all stages. I realize that some may challenge it in the court of law. But our job is to do what is right, not what is easy. I know. Oh, Jesus. It makes me feel so scared because on the one hand, there's there's this part of me that's like, maybe we just shouldn't challenge it and we should just wait until we fix the Supreme Court and then do it. Which like, but the, these women in Georgia don't have for all of that t- until until what time? You know, okay, these- some of these. Well, first of all, this doesn't go into effect until 2020. Yeah, that's the first thing. So, OK, that's number one. Number two is that some of the provision, the specifics of mm-hmm. this law are like so much worse than just like banning abortion after six weeks. One example, if a woman has a miscarriage and she goes to a doctor, she has to then prove that she didn't like take drugs or <gasps> do something to cause the miscarriage. Oh and if she is, she can be like interrogated and prosecuted if she was found to have like caused the miscarriage. That's number one. Number two, a woman who travels out of state from Georgia and gets an abortion is also a li- like uh, liable for com- conspiracy to commit murder. <gasps> so yeah. they can't even leave Georgia? I mean, they can leave Georgia. They just would be potentially. Be potentially yeah. They could. So, oh my God. So basically, the, the those are like the extra. Those are like the crazy. That provision. just sent a shill, uh, like that, a shiver down my okay. spine. Because Elise, realis- that's why I had a panic attack this morning. Like, Realistically. I, I read those things and I was like shook yeah i like i honestly i obviously knew this was happening and i knew enough about it to write it up in this up but i hadn't looked into like the details because i it was just making me feel so concerned and freaked out and like i don't know what to do i mean that is horrible and and, and needless to say even the six week ban itself okay six weeks late that's two weeks late on your period if you have a normal cycle which most women most women fucking don't yeah like so especially it, like i'm because i have like the arm implant birth control so my period is like whatever all the over fuck the it place. wants yeah it's all over the place i'll get it like twice in one month not another month so like it would be very easy for me to not realize within six you would have weeks. to take pregnancy tests every four weeks yeah just to like literally women in georgia basically if you want to be safe you should just take a and you're sexually active you should just take a pregnancy test every four weeks even if you're like using protection because it's not 100 percent. like exactly it's still- like my arm implant could fail and because yeah. of the situation with like how it makes my cycle work i wouldn't notice for six weeks and i'm in georgia and then i'm a murderer if i fucking go to New York and get an abortion because even if I mean some women can't even do that because also the states surrounding Georgia are not like the best yeah they're not like great havens for abortion anyway and it's like hard to like get an appointment like it's not like this isn't you also it's a very emotional thing this is like not even discounting this is not even counting the fact that like it's a 
hard decision. Yes. Even if you know you don't want a baby, like I still think it's hard. And the miscarriage stuff, I mean, that's so horrible because one, you're having a miscarriage with a, a, a presumably for the most part for a lot of women, a wanted child. Most, yeah. Yeah, nine times out of 10. So Then so, you have to be interrogated and harassed. So and it will literally cause women who have them to not seek medical help. Maybe you had I'm a thinking. miscarriage because you have a problem. And if you don't know what the, that it, that is, most I assume after you have a miscarriage, you like want to get checked out. Yeah. Because like you want to make sure like, is this like a, a regular thing or is it like a, an issue, like a one time thing? Like, or is this, do I have a, do I have a thing? Like I know someone had a miscarriage and then she went to the doctor and she found out that she had PCOS. She did not even know. So like if she didn't go, she, she would wouldn't still have, have this But it's thing. like, I mean, uh, any woman naturally would be terrified to go in because first of all, in your mind, you're probably thinking like, what if I did do something to cause this? Yeah. Like, you probably go through it, which like, obviously women who have miscarriages are not at fault in any way. But I imagine yeah. that part of the horror of going through that is yeah. trying to think like, did I do something? Did I eat something? For sure. Did I do, did I do the wrong thing? And then to be interrogated while receiving what could be vitally important medical care. Like, I imagine some women will just stay home yeah. and be like, I'm not going to go it's, to the doctor. Okay. It is both like not safe health wise and also shows how stupid and lack like how ignorant men are about like the feminine reproductive cycle. Yeah. So AOC tweeted six weeks pregnant equals two weeks late on your period. Most of the men writing these bills don't know the first thing about a woman's body outside of the things they want from it. Accurate. Mm -hmm. It's relatively common for a woman to have a late period and not be pregnant. So this is a backdoor ban. Ben Shapiro then like quote replied her and wrote like I'm glad that you think a, a baby is a is just a missed period to you it's like shut the fuck, fuck up Ben Shapiro like you don't even know what a vagina looks like you like you've anything. never like you yeah. can't find one Yo, you didn't like you know I don't it's know. <laughs> it's insane like the how little these people know like there was um so dumb there was a thing going viral recently of uh, some lawmaker talking about abortion where he was like I think they might have even been talking about this bill, but I'm not sure where he was trying to say like, oh, well, in the case of an ectopic pregnancy, which is where like the, oh, yeah. the egg implants outside, they're like, we would just go in and re-implant the egg in her uterus so that it wouldn't count as an abortion. And a doctor had to stand up and be like, that's medically impossible. That's not even something that can be done. Where did you get that? Because they don't, they literally, I feel like the most of like conservatives understanding of the whole situation is based on like the stork level yes. stories. Like they literally have like a, 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 a first grade reproductive understanding. When they separate boys and girls in middle school and they, like that's they, where their education that is ends. where that is the start and end of the information that they receive. I have taught adult men who nearing their 30s that women don't pee out of their vagina, that there's another <laughs> hole. I have taught Here's that to thing. grown men. That, like... <laughs> okay, you, right, exactly. I want to do and a I'm poll. sure it's not even, like, men who you've taught, because I'm sure you don't really know many men, like, like a bench yes. hero type. So you've taught men who, like, presumably know and, no. like, respect a these woman's are, body. These are, edu these, these, these are men who grew up in Rosalind, Long Island, no less. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, yeah. Okay, we have Rosalind is one of the most progressive. It always had one of the most progressive like school yeah. systems in terms of like Educated sexual health. Right here, we here. had we were like the only school. The, we were the first school with a condom ball. Like I think on Long Island. Didn't know. Didn't yeah. know. I didn't can account know. for one student. Did not know. Right, had but to that's give him crazy. The information. He came from the most progressive school district. Like 
ever. I would like to we do a poll. We were the first one with the with the condom bowl. That is very in high special. School. Yeah. That's, I, that's where this pro- progressive comes from. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to do a poll of men in Congress and ask them if they know that women don't pee out of their vagina. We should call them. Yeah. We could call and be like, I want. I have one fucking question for you. I want to call Brian Kemp. I want to be like, draw us a picture of the female anatomy. Draw it would it. be like... Do I don't it. even want to know. It would. It would not. There's no clitoris. There's just <laughs> definitely. Not. Yeah, definitely no clitoris. There's just like a, a circle. Yeah, there's like a circle, and he's like, and then kind of everything goes and then on there's in a there. Baby. Yeah, circle to baby, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Right, like you draw us mm-hmm. a fetus at one month. He draws like a full grown adult. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wait, there was this really funny image somewhere. I must have been on Twitter. It was like a, 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 a diagram of a pregnant woman. I've seen and this And it image. was like a bit, it was like a baby and the legs were like in the woman's legs. Yes, it was sitting, it was sitting upright <laughs> in her body. In her body, but like it was like the same as the woman. It had like the, le- like instead of being all in the stomach area, yeah. like it was spreading out to like the boobs yeah. and the legs and it just It was so sitting funny. upright inside her body and I was like, this is going to be a tough delivery. <laughs> this is going to be a rough oh delivery. The trolls are really hardcore on Twitter about mm-hmm. about abortion shit. Like, yes. I just want to be like, why is this the thing that gets you guys so upset? Like they get it. It's why crazy. though. Like why? Because they think it's murder. actually believe that it's murder. And so, you know, well, I believe the family separation is murder. Yeah. I mean, it's they only care about murder when it is convenient. Yeah. I mean, they don't. They the the ways in which they care about lives are very specific, very specific. This life, not that life. Because where this, not that. Because my guess is that Georgia, if we looked at the support that they have for young single mothers who had babies that maybe they weren't expecting, my guess would be that that support is lacking at best. Oh, I'm sure. I'm like, I very highly doubt that the women who are going to have to go through with pregnancies because of this are going to be provided with comprehensive, free prenatal care. Are they going to be like, because their thing is like, well, you can always put it up for adoption. I'm like, okay, but what about all diapers? What about all these um, doctor's appointments and all this stuff? Like, who's paying for that her probably right and no one even cares about like the emotional aspects of it but yeah like, okay whatever <laughs> she's traumatized forever she has to give up her body for nine months for to like bear satisfy this, this law to satisfy this law so that she's not considered a murderer it's really disturbing and it makes me feel scared me too and i hate it it literally a panic attack this yeah morning. Like, um these laws are really bad so just keep an eye out for them and I mean, it's obvious what's happening, which is that it's being set up to go to the Supreme Court. And that is what really just like makes me. But you know what the bright side of all this is? Hmm. I got my fiance to admit that Donald Trump is like a dictator, which is a big thing because he thinks that I overreact to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I do overreact. To a lot of <laughs> but I've been pounding this fucking drum. And you've gotten it for three years. Thank God. <laughs> and he finally has gotten to the point where I am. And at, at least it happened before the wedding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, we're not, you there. know, we're not going to get married. Like, like if this is, yeah. yeah, you're in your vows. You're like, and I just want to give you one more opportunity, uh, to admit, to that, admit Donald that Donald Trump, Trump is <laughs> <laughs> before we 
finish this. Yeah, before like, I just want to do, we're gonna do a quick pause. Um, right, like he's he's just not very re- like reactionary the way I am, yeah. and I'm like, you need to say it, fucking say it. I that's inter- I've been Donald Trump is a dictator. Did you watch that new Chernobyl show that's no. on HBO? Okay, it's good, and I listened to like an interview with the guy who made it, and he was talking about how in Soviet Russia their version of fake news was to just call anything sensationalism. So uh, when people were like, hey, this Chernobyl thing looks really bad they were like sensationalism you're being sensational that's crazy and that was like their way of like shutting down facts in a similar way to like, like what about ism exactly but it's like it's more similar to like the fake news thing where it's like oh that's fake news that story's fake news don't listen to that that's fake news this was like that's sensationalism that's sens- like you don't have to listen to that that's just craziness that person's just like getting out of themselves which i think is a similar thing yeah. right he was like you know like you know he's bad sensationalism but like, yeah right he's like, he's like you know why don't we see what happens yeah. i'm like oh now we've seen and yeah. you were on my side, so thank you. Okay. <laughs> Guys, that brings us to the end of our show. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Goodbye. See you on May 27th for our live show. Bye. Betches.co slash Caroline. Bye. Betches.